coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. Hello, and thanks for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. So today I got a very special guest, and if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm I'm, I'm doing my Blue Collar Leadership and Teamwork series at the moment, but but I wanted to interrupt that series and bring on Mr. Bill Malik. He's the city administrator, or some some cities call them city managers. I think they're the same thing. Bill will have to tell us in a minute, but he's from St. Peter's, Missouri, and he leads a team of around 450 people up in St. Peter's. That's right, right near St. Louis, and uh, he's become a, a friend of mine. That's the way I see it anyway, so I want to go ahead and welcome Bill to the show right now. So welcome to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast, Bill. Well, good morning, Mac, and thank you for uh, having me on today. It's a real privilege. You know, I get, I get a lot of requests. I got several last week, people want to be on my podcast and I always tell them, I, I don't, I don't just have random people on my podcast. Most of them are, are clients like you. And there's a few that I know personally, but I tell people I'm, I'm in the character development business and my character is, is my brand is my character. My, my product is my character and Rhea's character. And, uh, but it's a privilege to have you on because you guys are doing something special up there at the city of St. Peter's that, that a lot of, a lot of people don't do, but before we get into, get into that, t- tell me, I know January 20th of this year, 2023, you, you took over as city administrator. Is that the word y'all use city administrator or manager? No, that's correct, Matt. Uh, we use a city administrator term. Um, and yes, I did, um, was fortunate enough to take over on, uh, January 20th, uh, of the day there was a Friday and uh, we had an outgoing city administrator Russ Batesville and uh, he's been a great mentor uh, in my 24 years here at the city so uh, I've only been in this position uh, just uh, just just over a month now oh you've been you've been leading away for a month from the top position so what'd you do before that Bill well uh before I joined the city, I worked uh, with a private uh, engineering consulting firm and then uh, worked there 11 years uh, out in the field and so forth and and um, came to the city in ni- December 1998 and started as a uh, public works engineer, uh, just uh, doing capital projects and so forth and uh, was fortunate enough to, to be promoted up through the ranks. Uh, about every four to five years and uh, I think my first promotion I went down and uh, uh, led the uh, fleet maintenance and uh, street department for a few years and and then uh, had the opportunity to go over to utilities and the uh, director of utilities and and led the uh, water and wastewater and, and stormwater maintenance side of things uh, did that for quite a few years and water and wastewater has been always my bread and butter uh always enjoyed that side of it hydraulics and so forth and and then uh we had a, a department head a group manager we call him uh had retired uh about three years ago or three or four years ago and he was over the uh solid waste and uh fleet maintenance side of things and they asked me to 
uh, bring that underneath my umbrella of responsibilities, and I did that, and and then um, uh, back in February of, let me think, 2022, 20, I believe, yeah, February 22, uh, uh, Mr. Batesel, the city minister at that time, had uh, decided he was going to retire, and and um, he talked to the, our board of aldermen, so it would be like a city council. Uh, okay. And, and them of, uh, of his upcoming retirement within the next year and and they uh, they asked me if I would uh, uh, be the next city administrator so we had a pretty smooth transition we had about a year of transition so uh, okay you know that's one thing nice about st. Peter's of uh, our board and mayor have, have had full support and the citizens have been great we've been stable uh, we have a lot of long-term employees and uh, also elected officials Okay, that's so. You've been there twenty-five years with the city. You started in ninety-eight. That's correct. That's correct. So, so but, but I want to ask you how you discovered us or or me specifically. I guess the blue-collar content. I assume you've discovered me before you knew about Rhea. But before we talk about that, did were you guys in those twenty-five years? Did you did you guys do anything like you're trying to? to do now anything at that level or that depth with the people as far as leadership development or personal development, workforce development kind of stuff, character-based? Yeah, Mac, um, you know, uh, Mr. Batesel, um, you know, we got, we had some books, uh, nothing, not, we're not, we didn't do it to the, the uh, extent what we're doing now. I mean, from top to bottom, uh, different uh, group managers, our department heads, uh, we read the, uh, Simon's neck book, uh, you know, why, uh, okay. we did, uh, a, a Ken Blanchard book, uh, gung ho and so forth, but it's pretty much, uh, uh, just the department heads and so forth. But, um, okay. Um, so, so, you, so you've discovered me, how, how did you discover me or my content or when did that happen? Well, that happened probably the fall of, uh, 21, um, I was, okay. I was considering retirement, retirement myself, and and um, thinking about succession planning and and uh, moving people up and so forth. And um, I realized that you know I I, I may have failed myself, uh, you know, teaching leadership and training and so forth. And and I was looking for something. I couldn't put my finger on what was missing with us. I mean, we've always had a a good culture. Uh, customer service focus and so so forth and um, but so I just basically got on the internet and was looking for leadership and something simple that people could understand and I actually just stumbled across your website and uh, and started digging into it and and uh, that weekend I was looking more into it and uh, and I went ahead and uh, Download your podcast, and that was the first podcast I've I've ever uh, downloaded and listened to, and okay. I started listening to the, the first five or six chapters, and 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 it started from there. Okay, so you, and, and I know I talked to you early, maybe March or April of 2022, somewhere in there, and and you know my podcast like I don't even know my podcast we started talking and you referencing this episode this number and that number and this is in that one and I'm like wow I'm just I was thinking you you know my podcast like I know Covey's seven habits because I, I know a lot about <laughs> the seven habits and 
and I always wonder, I'm like, I, I think I could teach seven habits better than Stephen Covey did because I actually used them to <laughs> transform my life. But, but I was very impressed that first time we talked because you didn't just listen to a few and kind of just. No, no, no. I, uh, I probably got up to probably somewhere. I don't recall, but the first 25 or 30. And I think I told you this first time I talked to you on the phone was that, uh, I wasn't for sure if you were real or not because, uh, you know, <laughs> so this, this guy into leading people or is he into selling books? Because he, he kept he kept referring to the books and, and we talked and so forth. And, and then I think my next step was I shared it with uh, five or six folks up and down the, uh, the, the, the organization, some frontline folks and, and some, uh, some of my peers. And I also shared it with the uh, city administrator at that time, Russ Batesel. And um, you know, I shared the podcast, and then Russ was always a, a book person, so I ordered him a book and uh, okay. shared it with him. And, uh, and I got back with him about two or three weeks, and I got, I got some pretty positive response. And that time, um, I didn't know I was going to be city administrator, administrator so I, th- I was just working out my own uh, – uh, oh, okay. And solid waste folks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What book was that? You remember which book you gave me? Yeah, it was the uh, the first one, the uh, front lines. Front lines. Okay, mm-hmm. the one for the entry level yeah. workforce. Okay. Right. Right. I I think I had listened to oh I think the podcast and I think uh, you had mentioned about uh, the blue collar and so forth and we got we got a mix of blue collar and white collar folks and and I think is uh. Fairfax, Virginia, Stormwater folks. Uh, you yep. heard uh, a person comment out there saying, "Mac, I love I love the books, but uh, uh, can, can you do something for the white collar?" And, and uh, you know what I realized <laughs> today, and, and you said the same thing back. You know, whenever you did that podcast, it's it's the same principles. You just apply the principles, and you tweak the book a little bit, and change the cover, and 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 met that need. But uh, it's true. I mean. It, these principles, it doesn't matter what color, white, blue, brown, whatever you're wearing, it is, is how you apply the principles. Yep. I had someone this morning message me and uh, actually maybe they listened to this podcast, but they, uh, they were, he's the leader in the New York city fire department. And he sent me a, a message and uh, he's wanting to know if, if I could refer something to, and I'm not cl- clear on his question i had to get some answer i'm still waiting on that answer but he was asking me if i had something specifically for blue collar ethics you know and i did reply and say you know as far as i know as i'm concerned ethics is just based about making decisions and behaving in ways based on moral principles every single thing i share is blue collar ethics but it's also white collar ethics and every like you said everything else because they're they're just principles that that apply to people so so that's pretty cool. This is going to be interesting for your your team because I know a lot of them listen to the podcast, so they'll kind of hear the hear some of the backstory of how you come come about doing what you're doing and why and that sort of stuff. So you fast forward up to November of 2022. That's you guys had ordered. Uh, you for some reason you decided to order 900 books and have us come up and we spoke for eight hours and we got to see the city and you guys have a phenomenal city. I won't ever get over that uh, recreation center you guys have. That thing is. <laughs> There can't be many cities who have a recreation center like that. Maybe there are, and I just don't know. But that thing was phenomenal. So how did what no, caused it, you to? No, it's a it's a that rec center is a, a crown jewel, Mac. And yeah, it, I believe it hosted the 1994 Olympic and diving trials, and I think also the 2004. 
Wow. It, and, yeah, and I know you but, shared with uh, me. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, so I was getting some positive con- or feedback and so forth. And, and then about the same time, uh, about January of 22, I had a uh, employee that was uh, basically traveling down the wrong path. And mm. what that kind of means, he was uh, uh, needed needed some improvement, and uh, and he was going down the uh, escalated uh, disciplinary path. And, okay. Uh, I shared I shared with him uh, your podcast, and uh, he's 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 been on your on your podcast, and he's told us the same story, uh, uh, Josh Davis. Yeah, episodes uh, 290 through 292 if you're listening <laughs> and you want to go hear Joshua's side of, of this story, but it's cool to hear Bill's side yeah. of it. Right. So uh, my, my side's about the same as what he, how he says it. You know, we met in a, in a conference room uh, down there at the transfer station in the recycling center, and and uh, basically was going to give him one more chance. I mean, he... Uh, <laughs> he thought you were going to fire uh, him <laughs> well, at that he, moment. <laughs> He 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 uh he had about one 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 left and uh, okay and we were we were just following the disciplinary policy and applying it and and uh I I, I, gave, I gave him this as a, a a chance to grow and uh, uh sat down with him and and I I said you got your phone on you and he said yes and I said I want you to download this podcast. Uh, he did, and we listened to the first episode, and, and I said, you know what? I said, I think this can do, do you some good. It's doing me some good, and it's, it's helped some other folks here in the city. Uh, um, and so I said, I'm going to text you or call you here in a couple of weeks, or you get back with me, and I want to talk, talk to you about it, see how it's going. And uh, so he left, and, and uh, two weeks kind of went by, and I reached out to him, and and uh and he called me on on a break, and uh, we we started visiting. But when he, Mac, when he walked in that room, back in that <laughs> the first room, time or the later, second time? Okay, the two weeks later. Time, the second okay. time. Okay. Yeah, two weeks later, the second time he walked back in that room. He he. In addition to his phone, obviously, he had a <laughs> stack of books. Wow. And he had he had uh, uh, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits with him, and <laughs> and. The, those books, those books weren't crisp and clean anymore. He had tags and highlighters and marked and pages bent and and, and folded over and and he, he said it, you know, it started changing his life. And uh, wow! And that's when I knew that this this program was something special. And uh, I was so happy for him. And uh, and, uh, and he didn't stop, and you know he hasn't stopped yet. And uh, no, he ain't stopped. Yeah, no, he hit some potholes. Yeah, we all go to hit the potholes. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do. We slip. We slip down that hill every now and then. We get back up and keep going. But uh, yep. he was. He he's the one now that maybe back two years ago he. Uh, I was trying to motivate him but he's the one motivating uh motivating me and a lot a lot of people here in the city are, are motivating me every day and uh so that and listen to the episode about uh the story about the five frogs sitting on a log you know oh yeah <laughs> make a decision 
just because you made a decision to do something, you, you haven't done anything unless you actually uh, pull the trigger. Mm. So uh, I think that was about the time, uh, the, the, a little bit after that, the board had decided that I'd be the next city administrator and start going through the transition period. And I talked to Mr. Batesel, the former city administrator, or the city administrator at the time, and he said, when are you going to do it for the for the city? Because I said, I want to do this for my my group at the time, which was, you know, utilities and recycling and, and uh, solid waste collection and fleet. And and uh, so I had to figure out, you know, what to do. And I think that's when we probably had our second call and started, you know, scoping out, you know, how to, how to, how to do this for 450 some employees. Yeah. And uh, so that's when I think we ordered up the, the 900 books and, and uh, scheduled you and Rhea for a, um, day or so up here I think I think we did two days but um and split and spread out uh eight seven or eight different sessions so everybody yep. had the opportunity uh to sit in and then um same time uh I wanted this to be a grassroots effort I, I didn't want to have it be top down I want to make sure the people on the front lines uh bought in it was their idea and mm. boy did they ever buy in and uh, <laughs> and they ran, they picked the ball up and ran with it. Our communications department, Lisa Beatty and Dave Fultz and those folks, and uh, they started uh, doing what they do best, and and that was branding and so forth, and and uh, got everything set up, and and uh, and we I think we had you up out the first part of November, November first to the third or something like that and, yep. uh, of 2022. Yeah, that was that was awesome. We got to meet a lot of your folks, and if you, if you can help me in one small way, and and it ain't about me, but it, there's a lot of people who listen to me who do do what I do, and they've learned a lot of the same things that I've learned. Some of them don't apply it, maybe like they should, but I I just want to share. If you can just share with them, because it's something that I do whenever I can. I always try to do it, and it's I try to go above and beyond connecting with the people, and. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want you to make what you already know what I want you to say, but I don't want you to make it about me. I want you to share the, if you can share it in a way, that's a lesson for other people who do what I do. Why was it so important the way that I connected with your people, not just from your standpoint as a leader, who's having us up to speak, but also what you saw from the people. Um, yeah. I'm, I think uh, the first day, the, uh, the one hour sessions are going to start in the afternoon, uh, shortly after lunch and, the next day we're going to have a uh, morning session. So if people were working second shift or third shift, they, they had the option to uh, uh, time available that they could sit in. So the first day, the, the afternoon session is going to start, but um, you and Rhea got in town early around 10 o'clock and you had texted me and said, uh, Hey, we're here. We want to start meeting some folks. Uh, I was, I wasn't expecting that. I was ex- expecting, you know, like, some other trainers, you know, they, they, they just come. They're supposed to speak at 1 o'clock. They, they, they meet you 15 minutes ahead of time and check out the room, and, and then they do their presentation and then leave town. But um, you guys uh, we were in a meeting of uh, department heads at, at that time, and, and I said, come on over. And, and uh, we were just wrapping up the meeting and, and uh, opened the door, and you two, got, you two were standing there and came walking in and, and – and, um, Talked talked to those folks, which wasn't even on the schedule, and then um, <laughs> and then we got done with that meeting. You said, "Let I want to go see some people," and 
I said, well, come on, I got time. Let's jump in my truck and <laughs> and I, I took you around and and uh, and I think I think we started down at the uh, recycling center, uh, which those folks are they're, they're that's one of the hardest, dirtiest jobs in the city, uh, picking through the uh, trash for recyclables and stuff. And and uh, you guys didn't care. You walked right in and they were on the on the sort line and so forth and. You, you make you, you connected with those folks, and, and I think we drove out to uh, parks department and so forth. They were uh, uh, they were digging a ditch for uh, hooking up a sewer main, and and uh, started meeting with those folks. And er, every minute you guys had available those two days, we were talking to people from uh, no matter where we went. You, you, you made connections with those folks, and you heard some stories. I mean, yeah, uh, awesome tears. You. Uh, you saw some tears in those people's eyes. Uh, it was, you know, they they were going through some things, and they 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 appreciate people connecting with them and asking questions. So that's yep. that's one thing I learned from you too. Well, you know, through you, you 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 were leading it that day, and we went around and we saw those folks. But we one reason I like to do that because it makes them feel like they matter. They felt like they mattered to you, and they felt like they mattered to us. And and I knew some of them were going to be in the room and volunteer to come hear us and some of them wouldn't so i got to meet some that may, may not ever come to one of them but i still got to meet them and they got to see who right. who, who i was and get to feel a little bit of, right. about me and right right and, I, and I, I i remember the one connection you made over the recplex and i don't want to mention her name but uh uh she was a building attendant over there and and she was coming out of her uh the area where she keeps her uh cleaning supplies and and uh yep. We went over. You talked to her, and and I couldn't believe it. She, and what a small world it is. She she thanked you for doing the uh, transformation of Guatemala, and because yep. she had relatives or, or herself was down there at the time of the transformation of the of Guatemala, and uh, and just getting reaching out to those folks. And she was aware of you. She knew your name and so forth. And uh, that was probably one of the coolest connections uh, I experienced in those two days. Yeah, that was awesome. And when she came, she sat on front row during our session too. She was right up there at the front mm -hmm. when when right, she came right. in. That that's, yeah, she's a great person. Yep, that was awesome. You got you got a lot of great people. We got to meet a, a, a ton of them that day. And, and sometimes, Bill, we don't always get to do that. Sometimes we're just like you described. We show up fifteen minutes ahead of time. We go in. It just depends on our schedule. But when we have time, we right. we make time. That's the difference. Some people don't ever do that, but they should. But but they don't. Mm -hmm. So. I uh, thank you for sharing about that. So, so we got to come in and you guys got all the books and I know from talking to you already some in the past, you guys are doing what, what we now call building character-based leader sessions, BCL sessions. And, and one way to do that is book studies. And you guys, we come in kind of motivated, inspired, kind of figured out, let people feel us. And they decided kind of who was more, the most interested, I should say. And y'all already doing some book studies, maybe even before we got there, I can't remember now, but I know you're doing podcast studies and, but you guys have a lot of book studies going on now. One one thing, one reason I want you to talk about this bill is I get so many leaders all across this country that say blue collar people don't want to read books. What would, what would some of them don't, but some of them do. Right. Can you talk about your book studies right. and some of those that do? Yeah, we, uh, uh, right now, I think we're up to about around, 10 different locations, 10 different facilities within the uh, city that are doing uh, BCL, Building Character Leadership uh, uh, book sessions. We just call them sessions. 
Yep. Uh, sometimes you know we we you know we slip up and say studies, but uh, what's nice about it? There, there's no prep. There's no homework. There's there's nothing. It's it's 15 minutes. Uh, there's 12 uh, sessions over 10 facilities, uh, different times throughout the day, different days through the week. Um, and uh, right now, uh, most of them are doing the uh, uh, leading from the front lines book. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, the recycling team uh, down at our transfer recycling center, they just finished up the uh, leading from the front line book. And I, I think they're going over to the uh, 30 traits of high impact players. Yep. So most That's doing, Jim, right? Most of them are doing. <laughs> yep. That is Jim McEwen, and he, he, he's on fire down there. He's he's really, really doing a great job down there facilitating that, uh, that, uh, that session down there. And then um, – and the uh, group managers, the, those are the ones that report directly to me. There's six of them. Um, Bert Benesek, uh one of the group managers, he's facilitating uh, a, a book, uh, the, uh, the five components for building high-performance teams. Uh, okay, the culture and, book, uh, we're, cultural we're, transformation. Yeah, cultural transformation book. So we're, we're doing that uh, once a week. Uh, uh, we meet uh, on Wednesday mornings, and we do that one in about 15 minutes, and then we take a little break, and then we do our normal weekly staff meeting. Okay. And then, so, and then on, then on Saturdays, and then on the third Saturday, we're kind of uh, following Jason Denham's lead down there at uh, Kilgore Industries, and we're doing a, uh, a one-hour session on Saturday mornings uh, on Zoom. Uh, people can uh, volunteer uh, the third Saturday of the month. And we're doing the uh, 30 traits of high impact players. And then yep, yep, uh, the one I'm doing a podcast series on at the moment. Yep. That, that, that's correct. That's correct. Uh, we're, uh, we're doing that one. Uh, we started that one in January, January 21st. And then uh, we just had one here in, in February. And uh, tomorrow we're going to kick off another one. Uh, uh, the 10 values of high impact leaders. And we're, doing that with our MOT group. Uh, that's all the uh, directors. There's about 20 or so folks in that one. They're all department heads. So, Okay. Um, you doing that in video or in person, Bill? No, we'll do, be doing that one in person. Uh, okay. And so uh, that's, uh, that, we meet once a month, and we're going to start covering that one. So uh, we're doing a drip, you, Mac. Uh, you, you, you guys are doing it good. Y'all are outstanding. Yeah. I mean, that's phenomenal what you're doing. So let me let me back up to Jim. Jim sent me a picture of his team. With a, they were all, I don't even know if you knew he did this, but somebody took a picture of Jim and four or five people that were finishing up the Blue Collar Leadership Leading from the Front Lines book study. And, uh, okay. he, and he, he sent me a picture. He sent me that picture, and then he sent me a text and told me uh, they were about to start the teamwork book. And I asked him if he cared mm -hmm. if I shared that on social media because it's inspirational just like you coming on this podcast you're you're helping me and i don't care if i ever get the business but i do care if people do what you're talking about doing with somebody i don't care who they do it with or whose content they use the the point is that they do it and and that's what i asked him could i share that and he said yeah man share it he said he said they're gonna write a, some kind of article on it i think some you guys in the maybe communications team they're like you said they're on fire so so <laughs> I just can't remember though. Is 
and I didn't ask him at the time, but is, is Jim a formal authority leader? Or he's just a team member that's gung ho about this. On the, you know, how we talk about organization charts and leadership charts, you know, yep. yeah, he, he is, uh, he is a, um, equipment operator. He runs the, uh, compactor, the baler down there at the recycling center yep. and, uh, and uh, runs a forklift and a bobcat skid steer and, he uh, empties out the uh, recyclables and dumpsters and drops them on a conveyor line, and then he gets uh, uh, runs the baler. And uh, it's an important job that facility couldn't run without somebody in that position or all the other positions. Every everybody's got an important role, uh, yep. but uh, Jim 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 facilitates that uh, facilitates that uh, BCL session. Um, no, he's not a he's not a formal authority leader that's awesome but he definitely is a leader there ain't no doubt about it so i'm glad you shared that that piece because the reason i wanted to clarify that because i mean you you doing the bcl sessions using books mm -hmm. you know to do the, the book studies and and uh but the reason just for the audience I, the reason i we call them Maria and i call these building character-based leaders session is you can do them with a book in the form of a book study you can do them with a a podcast like you guys did called it story time. You can listen to a podcast mm -hmm. and, and stop, talk about it and that kind of stuff. And that's still a, a BCL session or someone could listen to an audio book or, or watch videos. There's all kinds of ways to do those sessions. A book study is just, you know, one of the, the ways, but people don't get excited about book studies, but when they understand what a BCL session is, they, they might get a little more excited. But the reason I wanted you to share that as you did is for people to know anybody can lead these sessions like it could be you and you do lead some and this some of your mm -hmm. some of your other formal authority leaders do it but also someone like jim who's just gung-ho who is a high impact leader on the front lines they can do it too anybody can do it yeah i agree mac because you know that i you know think of it and think of those 12 different sessions that happen every week most of the sessions are being facilitated from folks from the front line and that's uh, outstanding that, that's what's so i mean that's what's so cool about it and and we're doing different medias. I mean, we'll listen. They'll listen to podcasts, or they'll use a book, or like on our third Saturday one, we just play the Audible. Uh, we do cover three chapters uh, each third Saturday. But yep. yeah, and, and uh, you know, I I need this because myself, as I, I grow, and the the biggest jumps in growth I I get is attending BCL sessions that our frontline folks are leading. And they they may not know all that I'm coming. Uh, uh, I'll jump in there on a on a 7 a.m. one or whatever one in the during the during the day, and I, I try to hit a couple each week at different facilities across the uh, across the city. And and it's 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 to the point where I need that uh, uh, where I get so much out of it, and I, I I make sure I sit back and let them comment first and and hear what they got out of it and and like any other bcl session so, someone may get something out of it different than what you get out of it and it, it's it's neat to hear those things and and uh I, I'm, I'm glad they're uh doing this and 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 going through it and we also sent out a we rebranded or lisa's uh group branded and of uh lead the way lead the way st peter's and, yeah uh, they've set up a they set up a website and uh do a newsletter and we send out an email and, and it's all about uh, personal growth and, and development. And, 
and uh, we, we focus on the personal growth. I mean, the, the city of St. Peter's has been so great on uh, customer service, and we'll continue that. But um, remember that, I don't know if it was Kurt uh, Kathy or Jimmy Collins with uh, uh, Chick-fil-A said, you know, people think they're in the chicken business, but they're in the people development business. And that, that uh, strong accord with me and said, you know what, we're in the customer service business, but we also need to be in the personal uh, development business people business so yep and, and you guys are doing it i mean it's phenomenal what you're doing just for my audience i just want to say real quick in, anybody who's listening to this uh you can go check out my episode uh 305 and it's it's where i talk about one method of doing a bcl session which is a, the book study so go check out 305 and it's 30 minute lesson on how to facilitate a high impact highly effective book study like like bill's talking about and that's I know Jim listened to that many times, so I know that's where he learned to do it. I even shared that in the plug I put on on uh, LinkedIn and some of my other platforms. So, so Bill, you you you're doing a phenomenal job as as a leader. Not talking about the a manager. I know you got to do all the managing work too, and that's the th that might be the easier part than than this leadership stuff. But uh, we've been talking about all the good stuff. But I got a couple of questions. You can answer whichever one you want you want it first, but I, I want to ask you like, what's been your greatest surprise since you've been doing this and what's been the greatest challenge since you've been doing this, since you, when I say been doing it, I mean, since you really got gung ho rolling it out company wide or city wide. Well, my, my, I mean, if I've had a lot of good surprises, uh, the biggest surprise is the number of people that have bought in, um, uh, in, not only the folks that are working outside and and um, in the physical labor, but the number of folks that are, you know, uh, working in offices or uh, in the office areas, uh, whether they're in the HR department or uh, finance or uh, other departments, communications, other departments in the city. I mean, uh, I think I looked at one time. Um, Keeps growing, and I think it's a 50, almost a 50-50 split. Of, uh, wow, whether that's white awesome. Collar or blue collar, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, BCL sessions up here in the city hall. They meet in a, you know, a lounge area and, and go over that, and or I'll be down in the parks department, street department, and and they're they're meeting before they hit their hit the road and so forth, and uh, and the 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 way it's growing too. Um, What's interesting too, uh, I had one department that it, it started out kind of small because people, you know, whether it was courage or not, uh, or, you know, resistance, um, they started out small, maybe a couple supervisors and a uh, frontline person. And, and now I got two or three more frontline folks in there. And, you know, it's starting to grow in that, that department, which, which is positive. Uh, yeah. Fault. Um, that's outstanding. Yeah, probably the biggest challenge is, uh, you know, it's 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 not, you know, not every everybody's bought in, and you know, it's that uh, resistance to change, but you can't improve without change, right? That's so, right. Uh, <laughs> now we've been into it now, right? And so we've been into it probably hot and heavy, uh, probably December, January, December twenty-two, January of this year, and. Uh, People are seeing, uh, you know, 
people jumping ahead of them on the leadership side of things, and, mm. and they're getting they're getting a little nervous there, right? They 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 they're used to managing and supervising, and and uh, you know they're not used to seeing supervisors on the on the front line, you know, pushing them aside and say, no, let me let me uh, work this, uh, you know, next to you. You know, what are these supervisors doing here working with us? And and other supervisors are kind of concerned, like, wait a second, what, why are you doing that? You should be, you know, should be managing these people, and that you don't have to be working. It's like, no, no, we all, we all work, we all lead, and uh, I had several stories of that, but uh, uh, share sometime. And, and really, what you're talking about there, Bill, when when a high impact leader does what you're talking about, you know, a low impact leader goes out and does the work. A lot of times, it's because they don't know nothing else to do and they want to look good. So they go do some work because that's where they come from most of the time. But when the high impact leaders, people who are understanding what we're talking about today on this podcast and what I'm always talking about on my podcast, those people, like if I was on your team and I go out and work with the folks, it, it really ain't about the work I'm doing. I'm going out and building relationships with people. And I, I don't want to just stand there and watch them work. I'm going to work with them. And they're going to see me in a different way and I'm going to build trust, but it's really about building relationships. Is that what you see happening? Those ones who actually go out and work with them, are they strengthening relationships with the people when they do that? <laughs> they're definitely building relationships. And after those relationships are built, that, that trust holds right in there. And then you hear from the frontline folks that, you know, Hey, how about we try this different or do this different? And then, and then that just feeds off the supervisors and because those folks know how to be, you know, how to improve systems and processes and procedures, but no one's ever asked them, you know, Yeah. or they may, they may have asked them, but they may not have been comfortable enough to, to trust them and, and, and working side by side with them and, and doing that. Uh, I've seen uh, one department that's really caught on fire and, and uh, not only improved efficiencies and, productivity and so forth they they uh greatly improved morale so it, it's been awesome that's been a great result and heck we've only been in in it for about three or four months yeah you guys are i mean y'all are a case study in how to go do this i mean and all, all you're doing is is you getting involved what you got to do as the top leader you, you can't make this happen without getting involved and you're doing that and you're allowing other people to get involved. You're allowing them to have time to go do all these things, which actually is going slow to go fast. Yeah. You've taken away some time from whatever it is they're supposed to be doing, but this is going to accelerate how much they actually do when they're doing what they do. You agree with that? Oh, I definitely agree. And, and um, you know, I've had another uh, a city uh, near us kind of asked us what we were doing and, and uh and trying to you know you mentioned to me one time that you know obviously it's, you know it's not about us but it starts with us and you yeah. know this can grow into the outside of the community and other cities and so forth and at, at that time mac i was more or less just focused on my group or our our city but you know that that, that is so true and uh another city was looking at it and uh they, were, they asked me about the ROI, the return on investment, <laughs> and I just kind of laughed. I'm like, well, we don't really measure the return on investment on, you know, building people's lives and in, in, uh, in uh, personal growth and development, but it's, it's definitely there because, uh, you know, you don't, you have cut down your turnover and everything else, and, 
and and people are happy to work work for the city and and so forth and 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 that just the word of mouth is, is tremendous yep so that's good stuff so how is you you heard me speak on my podcast and when i was in the room up there speaking to you guys about the great divide have you seen that happen you know people who are for it and people who are against it have you noticed since you guys really got gung-ho have you i know you've oh you, yeah you said said some <laughs> people are moving on you know buying it buying in but but like right, i right I, I say somebody everybody's on one side or the other some are loud and some are not some are silent but they still mm -hmm. on the side mm -hmm. so you've seen that divide oh, yeah. happen yeah I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm starting to see the divide uh i don't think i've seen the great divide yet but I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm starting to <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to see the separation uh and uh and and some folks are deciding to you know uh that aren't buying in or deciding to go somewhere else or, or, uh, maybe retire or so forth, but it's, uh, that's fine. I'm happy for them, you know, they, they, uh, um, and, uh, retire successfully and, uh, enter the next phase of life. But there's, um, some gung-ho people that are ready to step in and, and keep leading. So yeah, we're, we're starting to experience that now, Max. So, uh, that's fine. We'll, we'll weather that storm and, and, uh, we, we see the positives that are coming out of this program. So. Yep. And that's, and that's what you, your support and that's what you have to do as a leader. You, you have to, mm -hmm. you know, we talked about it and you learned about it. You already know about it. You got to say, this is who we are. This is who we value. This is who we want to become. And then who wants to come with us for, for those that don't know what I'm talking about. When I say the great divide, that's what I'm talking about. Cause a lot of people are joining with you. And then they, the other folks who, maybe ain't interested they may become interested or they may never be interested, but that's when, what I'm talking about, you know, for my listeners, for right. when I talk about the, the divide. So you, you, you get to, you talked about another city there, or did you have something, Bill? Well, I was going to say, and, and you know, I, I keep going back to it's nothing new or, or we're just talking about character, you know, having, having a good character, building your character, uh, improving yourself. Uh, improving myself, you know, and it's real simple. Uh, are, are we doing better today than we did yesterday? Are we going to be better tomorrow than we are today? Are we going to be better next year than we are this year? This, uh, we're not trying to compete against other cities and so forth. We're just competing against ourselves. And, and that's the city and, and as individuals. So yeah, it's, it, it's basic. It's basic principles. Um, we, we, we learned all these as we were growing up, but we just need a reminder every now and then. Yep. And it's, a, it's awesome to see you providing that, that space. So, and I tell people though, when somebody does this, like you're not doing it to compete with other cities, but because you are doing no. it, if they, if they don't, <laughs> they, they're going to lose some good people to you guys. If, if people know you guys are doing this, if the high impact people in other cities know you're doing this, they're going to be attracted to you guys, but you're not trying to have a scarcity mindset and not tell everybody else what you're doing. You tell everybody what you're doing. It wants to know, cause you wish they would do it too. Right. That's what you're saying. Well, yes. I mean, you know, you mentioned it, you know, in the sessions here, I mean, this world needs better leaders. I mean, in, uh, in, and why, why can't it start with us? And, mm. uh, whether, you know, we improve the, leaders here and people here that work for us and, you know, and are, 
in our own community and in the in the in the county and in the state and so forth. I mean, yet we we gotta we gotta keep improving as a society. Yep. So how do you, how do you plan as a city administrator for for those four hundred fifty or so team members? How do, you talk about their gung ho. A lot of them are buying in. More people are continuing to buy in. How what what's your far as you can see? And I don't know how far that is. And you. But but you probably got an idea. But how how do you plan to sustain the momentum and maybe even increase the momentum going forward? You know, Mac, it, it, it's it's to the point now that you know it's almost self-sustaining because there's so many folks that have have bought into this, and and I mean, this train's left the station, and with or without me, and and fortunately, I, I, I'm. I'm supporting them, and and they're and they're they're driving, and I just get them the resources that they need. I mean, it's it's all about you know serving, serving the employees and and serving this community. It's it that's if they need something on personal growth and development, as long as it's character-based development, you know, we'll support it. Outstanding. That's a good place to be, isn't it? You didn't expect to be to that to that spot that quick. Probably <laughs> no, no. But uh, you know, we got a lot of work yet to do. We're, we're just we're just starting this journey. But uh, what's and that's you know that's why I want to have it start grassroots. And uh, and and with this transition where I'm at now, I'm fortunate that you know uh, got the people on the front line. Uh, a lot of them bought in. Uh, actually, obviously, I'm bought in supporting them. And uh, it's. Whether people are doubting it, or whether they're supervising or they're on the front line, whether it, uh, their peers are are growing and their and their uh, city administrators supporting it, uh, they gotta be in or or they're gonna be left behind. That's good stuff. And for for my listeners out there, Bill's humble. He's saying he's bought in and everything, and and he is. But for any top leaders out there who are listening, whether you're the business owner, the CEO, or whatever level, a city administrator like Bill, or city manager, whatever you guys call it, what what you got to know is, like when Bill says you you got to be bought in, you literally have to be bought in. You got to be participating. You do not have to be perfect. No, nobody expects you to be perfect, but they do expect you to be participating. And we have leaders who try to bring us in and they just want us to go do it and get it started. But the leaders don't actually participate and it's, it's never going to work like Bill's describing right here. You may grow and develop some people, but you most likely going to lose your best, your best people because they'll figure out what you're not doing, but Bill's doing it. So he's leading a great example. That's why I was so privileged when he said he'd do this podcast. Cause it means a lot more when you hear people who are, who are actually doing it. So Bill, what tips? I got. I, got, I had one. Oh, go ahead. Like, Mac, I had one more. I had one more surprise uh, that our, you know, I shared uh, this information with our mayor and board, and uh, they're they're fully supporting it too. Matter of fact, I have a few aldermen every third Saturday of the month. They tune in too, and uh, and 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 listen to the thirty traits of high impact players when we do that audible BCL wow. session. So they're uh, they're attending the BCL sessions and. And, you know, they'll shoot me an email saying, hey, I don't have a copy of that book. And I said, no problem. I'll, we'll send one right out to you. And, uh, wow. That's, that's awesome. So, a, nice guy. <laughs> yeah. So on Saturdays, you'll see somebody that's a frontline person. 
and also you know it sits on the board of aldermen uh, in those cat uh, in those uh, uh, Zoom meetings, and and they're all yeah. contributing. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, that's phenomenal. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. again, for the listeners, if you may call them city councilmen or city mm-hmm. council people, whatever you call them out there, right. you guys call them uh, aldermen at St. Peter's, right. but they're the same thing, right? They're the, they're elected leaders right. of the city. That's and correct. they're participating in the session you lead on the third Saturday of each month. That also has people from all levels, white collar and blue collar in your organization joining and they, anybody can volunteer to, to participate. They don't get paid. You don't get paid. It's just something y'all do to, to facilitate additional growth, but you lead it, which shows, I mean, that that's your main thing that you do for the city is that i mean you're engaged in all kinds of things you go to the book studies the bcl sessions but that's the thing that like you're leading at yourself right right and 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 i got a lot of help on those saturday sessions uh aaron gardner's doing all the uh technical side things and josh uh davis and elliot schneider have sat in and and helped run that and and you know, you say I lead it, but really, I just facilitate it, Mac. Uh, I, I think everybody that's in in on that session is the leader. And, yep. Uh, all, all I do is call pe- call on people if they get, they raise their hand or have something to say. All, all I do is call out their name. That, that that's not much of a leader. That's more of a facilitator. But you know, uh, it's a, it's a big deal we're though. All, <laughs> we're, we're, we're all growing. It's a big deal. Like we talk about Joshua and the people who may be listening to this podcast for the first time, you heard us talk about Bill talked about Joshua. He was the one that was close to getting terminated. And uh, if you don't know, hadn't listened to Joshua's episode or whatever, I just want to point out Joshua drives a trash truck. I mean, that's what he was doing at that time. And I guess maybe he still does. I ain't really sure he had some injuries he's been dealing with, but so he's been on light duty kind of things. But anyway, Joshua has yeah, been on some modified assignments. Yep. And like you said, on that Saturday call, I say, I've seen him. The first one I was on, he was sitting at the table. So Aaron's beside you, Josh, Josh, the trash truck drivers across the table from you and you're the city administrator and you got all these people. And that's what you said, Bill is so powerful because you guys are just doing it together. What makes it powerful for you is you're just humble. You're doing it with them. You're not trying to do it to them. So I guess this last question for you before we wrap up this episode is uh, what, what tips would you have for any top leader who's, just heard this podcast. Maybe they've never done anything yet ever, but whatever reason they heard this podcast, they could be a city administrator like you, or they could be a CEO or they could be a business owner. What tip would you have them for? How do they, what should they do? Well, you know, if if they're like me and want to try to evaluate things and, and, and explore things and, and debate self on whether it's right or wrong, right or not just do it just do it it's it, it's so simple um uh whether whether the storm um i'll think about the quote that you know you can't you can't improve without change you know some people don't like change uh but you can't improve without change and and if you don't take action nothing will happen and there's there's so many there's so infinite uh improvements uh, that are be- being made and so forth and and you know, I, I go back to think about where we're at as a society these days and uh, whether it's this country or the world that you know we gotta we gotta get back to the basics of uh, 
character development principles. And uh, this uh, program we're going through, and it, it doesn't have to be uh, blue collar leadership, it's just something that building character based leaders and, uh, and helping those others uh, be successful. And, and it's not about me, it's not about us, but it, it's got to start with somebody, and why not you? Uh, yeah. That's that's what finally got got me going, and I I, I tell people I've told this to several people, um, you know I've been uh, I graduated from college in '88. Uh, I wish I wish I'd started this in '88, and uh, and and so much farther uh, ahead as a person, not, not in an organization or anything, but as a person, uh, and I would have had a, probably a lot easier life. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we well, all would, wouldn't we? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, would have made better decisions both personally and uh, professionally. Uh, yep. If I would have stayed focused twenty some years ago, but didn't know this stuff was available. Yep, that's that's good stuff. So I want to share with everybody listening. First of all, if you're still listening to this episode, I really appreciate you listening and sticking with us. Bill has some great great shares and great information to share. One thing I'd like to tell any leader who's starting this, maybe you haven't done it yet. Maybe Bill inspired you to do it and you start doing it. There are going to be people who resist. There's going to be people, I already know it everywhere I go, people that don't like me. They say they don't like me. They don't like my content. But if you're a formal authority leader, you got somebody on your team telling you that kind of stuff. You can say, okay, what do you suggest? Most time they ain't going to have an answer because they don't want to suggest nothing because they don't know nothing. They just don't want you to do anything. <laughs> so it ain't, it ain't nothing against me most of the time, personally, which is what I know, because if, if they value character-based development, that's, that's all I'm giving somebody is character-based uh, character development. So if they value that, they can go pick out 50 other people who do the same thing and they're still learning the same exact thing. And so, just to you leaders out there, that's just something to consider. If when somebody's being resistant, ask them what they, they say, I don't like that book. We say, what book do you like? Bring it to me. Let's talk about it. Most of the time they ain't got any because they ain't reading any books. They ain't doing anything else. So Bill, thank you very much for participating. I know you've motivated and inspired the blue collar leadership podcast network. So thank you, sir. You got any closing statement or anything? No, I just want to. I want to thank you and Rhea for what you've done for us, and and uh, and talking to our employees, and and motivating us, and and uh, doing what you're doing for not only for us, but what you've done for the our country, and and and, and everybody else across the uh, the world that listening on your podcast and so forth. So I can't thank you enough, Mac. All right, Bill. Well, I sure do appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy man. And one thing I want you to do is keep climbing with, with the intent of helping other others climb. So for the, we go ahead and wrap up this episode and I thank everyone for listening. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Mac Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others, now available on audio, along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Mac's books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.